saving money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. I think one thing we miss with context, even if it comes from a good place, is when we try to <laughs> we try to tell our kids not to do something based on a warped bad experience that we had. Ooh. Right? Ooh. And this is what controversial, but don't 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 miss the message, argue the metaphor. It's a post I made, but yeah. it's, it's relevant now. Yeah. So imagine if um your first time drinking, mm-hmm. you got blasted. Right. Right? You had no idea what you were doing. Maybe somebody was giving you something, maybe somebody slipped you something but you had a terrible experience and you never drank again in your life, right? Right, right. One for one, 100% of your experiences were terrible. Right. You grow up and tell your children, alcohol is bad. Alcohol is as nasty as this, as this, as this, all of these things, as all of these things, as all of these things, and it's as bad, as terrible, and the kid gets kind of frightened into not drinking, which could be a a benefit. I'm not saying if you don't drink, you're wrong. If you drink, you're wrong. I'm not saying that. I'm just, again, metaphor. At some point, the child gets away from the parent that had that experience and they get around other people that had different experience. Right. Maybe they have a glass of wine. Yep. Go home, wake up, everything's fine. Why my mom lied to me like that? My, my mom lied to me all these years about lied. about alcohol or it, insert sex or insert whatever the thing is that rubs you the wrong way in a very... um I can't think of another word other than warp, a very unlikely manner. Like yeah. you had a you had a one out of a one million experience. Yeah. And now that's what you're projecting onto your child. Absolutely. So again, insert whatever it is, whether <laughs> whatever. But you whether whether it becomes an immediate issue with your child or not, now that child is thinking, man, why why wouldn't they just tell me the truth about that? Please. What right. what else? <laughs> what else did you lie to me? What, about? what else did you lie to me about? And now, now I'm thinking, the child is thinking that they can't really, they don't really trust your relationship to bring something to you that might be life and death that they're going through because they know you gave them some bad information. They tried to count me out. I'ma go count me in. Fill up my bank account. Now I got something to spend. Welcome to the Dear Son Show. Intro is even shorter. I'm D. Johns. I got my guy. James Johnson. And this is where we have transparent conversations about life through the lens of fatherhood. So if you are a man or you know a man, this conversation is for you. Nobody's left out. Um, Back to back. You may have seen us in this <laughs> in this wardrobe <laughs> just in the last episode. But what we decided was we in the groove, man. We going to... Uh, we're going to keep the conversation going because yeah. it's all about intentionality and um, 
consistency. I, I've been so tired of hearing, just be consistent. Don't be consistently bad. Yeah. Consistently uh, work to improve on your product. And this is our product. How you feeling, brother? I feel good. I feel good. <laughs> yeah, from 30 minutes ago. <laughs> Listen, 30 minutes ago versus now, <laughs> levels just keep going up. Elevate. Elevate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got it. To, uh, last conversation. If you didn't catch the last conversation, highly, highly recommend that you listen to it all the way through. Yeah. Uh, and if you've already done that, do it again. Do it again. Because why not? You missed something. Because <laughs> why not? Boy, that was... uh. A time was had. <laughs> pressure. Pressure on the way. A time was had. We had to go ahead and record again before our wives see the last episode. <laughs> Make sure we still allowed to record <laughs> without. <laughs> You're out late. Stay out. Don't go in yet. You're already in trouble. <laughs> Run it. Yeah, yeah. Throw another one. Yeah. Um it was it was in all in all sincerity, it was a uh it was a it was a very transparent episode. Hopefully, uh, you got some out of the first, second, third, fourth, fifteenth time you listen to it, and uh, start them conversations in your house because they are necessary. We were talking about um, fatherhood versus being a husband. So, oh yeah, even if you're not married, take some cues from our experience <laughs> before you uh, before you run the same play to the wrong side of the field. Yeah. Uh, like we did in some instances. Um, like, share, subscribe, all of the above, all of the things we appreciate. Oh, what I should have done last episode at the time of this recording. Um, Ghana, Mali, um, the Bahamas, uh, Malawi, and one more. We popped up on Australia, but not but. We popped up on Australia as well. But for parenting, we in there. I'm top 10 in, the, in a few of those markets. Africa 2024. Yeah. I know yeah. I know. I said that we were probably at dinner somewhere. I'm dead serious. Dead serious. <laughs> Africa 2024. Okay. Watch this. Africa 2024. Yeah. Um, yeah. At least two countries. I'm, I'm, I'm focused on, well, I shouldn't even say. I'm focused on Africa. I was about yeah. to, yeah. I was about to play, play myself out of a market. Right. Don't but do now we appreciate y'all, man. I, I am... My my corporate background was focused on uh, federal contract, government contracts that did work throughout Africa. So I've because of that, I become interested in it. Yes. So with or without this podcast, I always wanted to take my family to Africa. Yep. Um, several countries that people say Africa like is one country. I'm not saying that, but just various. Uh, I think West Africa will be first. I'll say that. I mm -hmm. think West Africa will be first. Uh, Tanzania. That was the other country. It's not Tanzania. It's Tanzania. At least that's what the people there say. Yeah. Right. So I've heard. Um, but yeah, Africa 2024, uh, sow a seed if you want to. That's another thing. I don't say that enough. There's opportunity to sow a seed. If you think there's value in this podcast, this platform, um, you know, the, everything is self-funded right now. That's right. Uh, but the movement and the message needs to continue throughout the globe. So if you're interested, if you're available, don't please don't overextend yourself by any stretch. But if you are led to make an investment, um, it should be popping up like right here because technology. Yeah. On the website, you can donate. And we appreciate that. And there's also uh, some limited merch, shirts, sweatshirts. So you don't have to just give and not get something. Um, we'll take it either way. So appreciate you for considering that. And maybe this is the 15th time you watched it and it impressed you. We appreciate you. Appreciate you. What are we talking about uh, on this episode, my brother? Man, trying to guide our youth. 
And 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 interesting enough, some of our old heads, our generation, can benefit from this this topic as well. The topic is: tell me who you are, not what you do. Mm. Who you are, not what you do. If I say, "Hey, how are you? How you doing?" I'm James. Good to meet you. Yeah. And the first thing out of your mouth is, "How you doing, man?" I'm the president over at yes, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. How you doing, president of so and so? What's your name? <laughs> I was that guy. I wasn't. I wasn't introducing it that early in the conversation. Mm-hmm. But if they said what they do, right. You gonna get this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you gonna get this VP slug. You definitely that, right. You definitely gonna get this VP slug yeah. because yes. Uh, and it wasn't. It wasn't out of a. Um, we saying it in jest. It wasn't out of a uh, like a vanity thing. Right. I just thought people would take me serious. Right. Because they would leave with it, and I, I assumed that they assumed that I couldn't be that I wasn't what I was. Yeah. And yeah. who's right in that situation? I don't know. Um, <laughs> But I didn't lose. <laughs> that's a that's a good one, man. Because um, what's what's starting to eat me now is my kids were watching, mm. right? And even is that how I painted myself to them, right? Before fatherhood, right? Like, or as important as being a father is what I do. So yeah, yeah. I think um, I think it's gonna be a good one, man. Yeah. Oh good yeah. One. It, it, a little bit lighter than the last one, hopefully. A little bit, a little bit, just lighter. a tad, because we could <laughs> we could poke fun at some some things we're doing culturally right now, like, yeah. and and to expand our, our our thought process with this topic, think about this next generation that's under us. It's cool now to jump on social media and have a stack of cash, you know. They're they answering the phone, telephone, the money telephone or whatever. Money I don't know call. what that is when they hold a stack yeah. of cash up to their ear. I don't, I'm telling on myself with my age, but, you know, standing in a pile of money or, or you got the money going down your arm from your, your shoulder to the palm of your hand. Yep. That's another form of your broadcasting what you do. Right. You're trying to paint a picture of I do something to be successful. Mm. You understand? As opposed to who am I? So now you may be popular. You might get your likes up. You might get your followers up. But if you're not really even selling a product, you're not in marketing, you don't really have a business that you're promoting or whatever the case. Even if you do, there's a lane for that. There's a reason for that. There's a purpose. But if you're saying, hey, this is how I meet people on a personal standpoint, there's a lot of people right now that give Internet dating a shot. Mm. And guess what they're doing? First thing out of their mouth. Oh, I'm I'm independent. I work here. I make this. I own this. I have this many degrees. Wow. Good for you. Yeah. But I still don't know who you are. Well, you just said a lot in the first Man. first four, five seconds. We we talked about the kids. And I want I want to stay there for a second. Yes. About um the money pose and all that. Mm-hmm. I, I know where they get it from. And I I, I know what resonated with me resonated with us even in different geographic locations different things culturally resonated with different pockets throughout i would imagine throughout the world right so i I don't i can't i'm the old i'm the old like you said i'm I'm the old head now that's why you doing that 
when I was doing an equivalent thing, just not that. Of right? my time, right. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, of our, yeah, the thing of our time. Right. But what, what I, where I think is um, a higher probability with this generation is that they may actually be confused. Mm. Right? So it, my our era, we might have called it front, being something that you're not. Absolutely did. The pace of information now telling kids what they are or what what is cool, and they try to identify what we had the conversation about identify with or identify as and another piece of content. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're front or they just confused. If you if you watch long enough and pay attention to the culture as a whole, I think it's given the energy of confusion. Yeah. Because like you said, in our era, it was okay to call somebody out and say, man, you front. Yeah. You're stunning. You don't have that. You're not doing that. Whereas now, if you don't have it too stunt and fake, oh, you broke. Oh, you're worthless. Oh, you don't. Your value is not at the same level of the value we perceive this person to have. You understand? Because whether he's faking or not, he at least has it to fake with. Mm. He got that little bit from somewhere. It could be a stack of $1 bills. Couple hundos on the end. Right. Yeah. You don't even have two hundred one dollar bills to do what he doing. So you're even lower than him as yeah. opposed to, but that's that's not so what do you do? That's wild, man, because it, it makes me, of course, orient the people as we do on um most episodes, uh, our family dynamics. I have three girls, two boys, mm-hmm. girl, girl, boy, girl, boy. Today they are 19, 17, 15, 9, and 8. And they're all online. All of them. All online. And, it, and it's, ooh, tell them myself. <laughs> as has been the story. Um, it, we can't keep up with the pace of information uh, that's available to them. No. All right. And it's um, sometimes taking those days off, you get three weeks behind. Uh when you could have been more actively parenting versus leaving them to their own devices in um, the throes of the internet. Say all that to say, um, I have to look at myself to see if I like how much of, of their growth or maturity am I assuming versus am I impacting? Right. Right. Which impacts the whole number one, watching them, them watching me as I, act in the world. Yeah. And then to what degree do I explain those actions, those mm-hmm. interactions to give them context as to why maybe this was my tone in this scenario versus that scenario. Yeah. Um I I, I don't know, man. My my youngest kids it's a it's a very fine line, it's a very dangerous ground celebrating how technologically advanced they are. Right. Ooh. especially if you're not keeping up with it because they can get into some rooms that they can't get out of Correct. literally and figuratively. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that, that's something that since, since COVID, give me, Hey, give me that. Give me your, what, what, what you doing? Let me see what, what you're you doing? doing. Why when I come in your room, you're twitching all like, what are you like? What are you doing? Right. And it's not to, um, to yell at them, but it's, Hey, this could be dangerous. Like, and you don't even, you don't even recognize it. Uh, but, again, pulling it, pulling it back to, back to the center is like all of that stuff is shaping what they believe themselves to be. 
or what's acceptable and all of that. Absolutely. Which brings up another COVID term. Interesting. You say that Um, we started talking about this topic and I know it's still early in the conversation and we can still linger on that a little bit, but I would like to pivot a little bit into we had another topic of discussion that it keeps ringing as I hear you say some of the things you just said, which is very relevant right now. Do you feel like the internet is replacing or hindering or watering down, whatever you want to call it, fatherhood slash parenthood? What is the internet doing for parenthood? How is the internet affecting parenthood as far as who you have in your mind that you would like your child to be Mm. versus who your child is actually becoming largely because of their level of involvement with social media, with the internet, with gaming, with, you understand these, these platforms, like I'll, I'll start with that. My youngest, well, not, not even the youngest, the step above my seven year old, I had noticed to your point about you twitching when I walk in the room, he had began to take his tablet and sit on the backside of one of our uh, breakfast tables. Mm-hmm. We have a breakfast table in the in the in one, in the kitchen area. I almost said something that a friend of mine I know it jokingly. <laughs> in the kitchen area, right. there's a breakfast table where you can sit behind the table, and behind you is the window. Right. You understand? So now nobody can walk up behind you, and nobody can see what's on your screen. The back of the tablet is to the world, and the only thing behind you, smart. That's brilliant. Yeah. That's also slick. Give it to me. What are you doing? Because there's a list of sites I don't want you on. There's a list of games I don't want you involving yourself in. And every time you catch him, that's what he's doing. He's watching certain YouTube channels we don't want him to watch, et cetera, right. et cetera. You have the parenting tools on there to where they can't bypass it. But now some of these platforms have caught on that the parents are blocking their views in essence, blocking their subscribers Mm -hmm. in essence, blocking their money, their money. So now they're finding ways to help and show and teach these young kids because they're so savvy. They're so tech savvy, how to circumvent, how to go around the parental block. So now this site, okay, you, you can't get there, but you can come here. It's a watered down version. Yeah but we're still hitting you with what you like that your parents are blocking. That's dangerous. That's Gateway. reckless. Yeah. And even, even some of the ones where like, I feel like I vet it, but not really. Cause I don't want to sit there and watch all of it. Right. Oof. They sit there and watch. All, I wish my kids would watch <laughs> our podcast. Like they <laughs> <laughs> open to close. For real. Yeah. I need yeah. to get them. I need to get watching this content like that. Right. But, but they'll sneak it in because Maybe you put out 30, put out 50 solid episodes. Mm-hmm. And then that one, the kid's going to see the 51st episode. You know what I mean? But <laughs> meanwhile, right. you've already read it off as, as not so, not so damaging um, because of what you skimmed through. I, sounds crazy now, but I'm on social media every day now because this is a part of, the mission is a yes. part of income strategies, a part of all of that. But initially, like it took me a while to get on Facebook. Right. Um, I got on Facebook 
probably in 2009. Mm -hmm. I don't know when it started, but when I came back from Iraq, I remember that timestamp. I got on Facebook. I got on IG in 2015 when we moved internationally because my oldest daughter had an account. Right. Which her, which was cleared through my wife. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a callback to last <laughs> <That> episode. <laughs> Call back to the to the last episode. It, it, it wasn't static, but I was like, oh. When we got overseas, like we didn't have American channels to a large degree, like dedicated. You would see shows sprinkled throughout different, but it wasn't like you had NBC, ABC, like the, the, right. the staples that we're familiar with. Mm -hmm. So they started watching a lot of YouTube. Mm -hmm. And they were identifying with these families. Like it was a whole lot of vlogs. And it, it wasn't anything um, malicious or anything like that. But I was like, man, they, this thing really has them if it wants them. Yes. That's why I got into it. Right. I was like, if I can't outpace it, let me be an option in their view. And then let me, let's, maybe that's a way that we can connect. So we started like the family vlog and all of that. Right. Uh, but my, my point is I, I got on out of, out of, um, safety concerns because my kids were getting on it. Absolutely. And now it's, it's a way of life and it's, I, I mean, I guess I could have them not be on it, the youngest okay. ones, but it, the danger there is if you try to address a problem by not addressing the problem, you're intensifying the problem. <laughs> problem intensifies and then when they get of age, it's all of this built up angst of, whoo, let me do it. I now. can't wait. I can't wait to see what this feels like and what this tastes like and all of that. So, yeah. And again, that's just my parenting approach, uh, which is way different than, than how I was parented. But it, it's a fine line. It's a it's a double dutch. Right. Like how how far do you go? Um, and what do you like? Not necessarily how far do you go, but along the way, how are you adjusting? Because social media. Social media is not going anywhere, man. Right. So you have to be mindful of trying to adjust in real time mm -hmm. on the fly because <laughs> you, by the time you catch up, you're behind again. Yep. I promise you. So again, the shock I had when I found out my oldest or my older, one of my older sons, like I got a thousand sons, but like my <laughs> oldest son uh, was on social media. I didn't know he had such a presence. Right. Had no idea. This quiet Same little reserved dude. Mm -hmm. But now you have a your own IG and you on like what's what's this? And and stumbled across it, saw it on his phone. Oh, I do periodic checks. Yeah. I do. Let me see your phone. Yeah. More so my wife than me. I only started doing it as a joke because I found out she was doing it. <laughs> and the joke we had about last episode, you're not gonna outparent me. <laughs> right, right. Let me see your phone <laughs> too, son. I care. <laughs> I do, but I don't. I'm working a double shift. <laughs> right. Double pair of the right. night. So that's how I found out. So you better, you better at least know how to navigate. Yeah. So if you need to go run into something or see something or check something out, just to stay in tune. It's not that whole invasion of privacy with a child. Eh, get your own place. Right. Get your own bills. <laughs> yeah. And I respect your privacy. Yeah. Like that, a wild Pretty agent. much. Right. I, I, you more than welcome to do anything in the room that you own. Yeah, because it's free reign in here. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Nah, if I nah, choose nah. to live in your room, that's where we at right now. Scoot over, my boy. <laughs> Excuse me. Good I like thing, the yeah. view from your room yeah. better. I, but I hate moving more. So, <laughs> so, so I'm going to let you live. Yeah. Fun fact, man. I um, When I found, like, my son changes his name all the time. And it's not to hide, but, like, he'll forget. I'll be like, because <laughs> he's on episodes now. I'm like, I want to tag him. I'm like, son, what's your name? Oh. I oh, uh, but when I first saw him on there, I was like, "This joke got more followers than me." Uh, listen, killing me. Not now. I mean, let's be clear. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, guys, yeah. guys, yeah, guys. We <laughs> five killer at the time of this recording, yeah. and I know that's laughable. I know that's laughable. Yeah, but nah, it was. Um, I just pros and cons as we as we as we keep dancing, yeah. <laughs> dancing on top of oh, pros yeah. and, pros and cons of it. Like, I don't wish that we had it in high school. I really don't. I mean, and it's for reasons that I don't promote now as a father. Yeah. But because I experienced them, I'm acutely aware of what the possibilities are out there. So try it with somebody else. I couldn't have had it. Yeah. We could not have had the level of exposure Mm -mm. in our era Mm -mm. that these kids have now. I promise you. No. Because especially in the little city I was in, and I say that, I know my hometown people are going to be offended. (laughs) But you understand, once we get out and see some other things, I, you couldn't tell me I didn't grow up in a metropolis. You couldn't. You couldn't. <laughs> or, or, in the peop- or in the people. Shreveport, Louisiana. <laughs> you couldn't, you couldn't tell me I was, I don't know, yeah. 100,000 people. Yeah, It wasn't a metropolis. Yeah. But listen, got out and got some traveling in and was like, yeah. <laughs> so Now I'm not so offended when people say, you country. I hear it in your voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, yeah. boy, boy! That re- I mean, it's this real time telling, yeah. And um, that's the uh, how do we how to frame this? Children, young adults get into mischief. Yeah. Oh yeah. Some at fifteen, some at fifty, right? Yeah. Some maturity. <laughs> <laughs> but when you um, The loss of the ability to um, have a mistake and recover before your mistake is around the globe, literally in the morning. It's it's circled the globe twice. That uh, that's a different kind of pressure. It is, and um, which again ties into that. Kids are identifying with with or as somebody based on the feedback that they get yeah. from people that they'll never meet. Never meet. Never meet. You'll never know them. They'll never know you. But yet you hold such a high regard for what you perceive their opinion of you is, can be, could be, will be, possibly may turn into if they ever got a hold of this. You've already convinced yourself that this stranger that has... Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. Nothing to do with a, anything you have going on. Have you on pins and needles about you doing or saying the right thing? Yeah, that's that's wild, man. To, uh, <laughs> a current, real time example just popped into my mind. So Eden is my youngest daughter. She's a nine year old. Yeah, and she's 
in fourth grade. So she's top dog at her school, right? Because yeah. here, it's K through four, then where we are, there's a five and six, fifth and sixth grade school. There's a seventh and eighth grade, and then you go to high school. So she, um, somehow she got in, Eden doesn't, hasn't met a stranger. Um, right. She's doing a lot better with not letting people's, she's a, a super empath. Right. Like if, if you're not feeling good or you're not happy, it affects her. Right. And we're trying to help her manage that. Um, but she, every day she has something to tell me. She's like, dad, I told, um, I told my friends about your podcast. And this one girl said I was lying. I said, okay. I mean, you don't have to worry about that. She was like, no, she gonna tell me that you don't have a podcast. And then when she's when I showed her their podcast, she said, Oh, well, that's not your dad. Right. I was like, okay, again, you don't have to that's not that's leave her to her misunderstanding. You presented the information. Right. So the other day she wears the dis uncertain school. Because <laughs> I'm gonna show you. Because she's gonna show me. That's right. My dad. And, and I'm me. like, she's really I love the support. Right. But it was really bothering her that this this girl wasn't connecting. And it may not even have been important to the girl. At that age, you just find stuff to to say you lying. <laughs> to say you lying or to exclude somebody, make somebody look different. Yep. Or, you know, it could be some kind of trauma issues they were having at the house. Right. But she came home and she was like, everybody at school today called me a boy because I had on a dead sun shirt. But she she was laughing it off, which to me, I was like, oh, that's the win. Like yeah. she stood for yeah. <laughs> she, she yeah. stood for what she was trying to let that communicate. But she didn't, you know, she didn't get um she didn't get rattled when right. other people she found a way to laugh it off. And that's to me, especially with the years that they missed due to COVID, like that social development. Right. Like I mean, that could be a big deal if if a child is is again struggling with identity and trying to trying to fit in and all of that. Right. At such a young age. Early. And again, they're on the internet too. I mean, I come in like my my youngest son, right now, he's Detached from his tablet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we're trying. To, we're trying to get clarity on this. Uh, on an event that happened that nobody knows the truth to. Yeah, but it'd be five of them on Facetime, like all the same age, and just oh yeah, boom, sits on the table eating, sits on the table doing whatever. Like that's how they communicate. And part of like the soft part of me is like, well, I mean they. They didn't know how to, they couldn't talk to me. They couldn't go see each right. other for a while. So that's where it developed. Right. But again, it's like that danger of always, you all, you always being on trial for who you are. Nonstop. <laughs> Either proving it or defending it. <laughs> you know what Non-stop. I'm saying? Stop. It, 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 it definitely concerns, um, concerns me. And I wonder how much of, uh, like how much do they pick up from the cues that, that they see, with us as parents. Interesting you say that. To hear you say that, it it, it it comes across to me that I think they see us move a certain way, but their level of understanding of it or what they perceive it as may not completely match up to what we're really doing. Say, for instance, <clears throat> let's say like you and I, specifically, we go to a lot of um, networking events. Yeah. Um, we have episodes that we go and record. We have events where it's a group or a layout and they see this. Yep. 
and they see what's going on. They see us talking to these other influential people in different areas of whatever their expertise is or their their path in life is. Mm-hmm. And they may see that as and and kids are the biggest ear hustlers I've ever seen in my True. life. Yeah. If they are in the building, they're going to pick up some of that conversation. So perhaps something they're hearing to where there are certain conversations you're having professionally that you have to discuss your resume, your credentials, what makes you a valid person to even be here in this room Mm -hmm. or this topic, or you're giving me some feedback so that we can kind of go into that or discuss that later, or, Hey, I'm looking for somebody to design X, Y, Z. And now you're telling me, Hey, this guy or myself, I do this, 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 this. So now they're hearing that and they feel like that's what it takes to get you in a room with certain Mm -hmm. people. So not knowing that's in the professional realm. You have to be able to turn that switch off. Gotcha. A pet peeve of mine is people that I know personally don't know how to flip their switches. <laughs> don't bring your your in here. Yeah. If if I'm in a certain room and the doors closed, the lights different, it's dim. We're in our shirts open. We you know. Yeah. And now you're you're still. You shouldn't be in this room with your tie yeah. all the way up to your neck. We relax, breathe. Yeah. But the children, they don't see that portion because all they know is this is what the lifestyle looks like. And this is what they're doing. Apparently I have to move this way in order to sustain or even obtain this lifestyle. Uh, we'll talk more about that. It's just over your head right now. It's above your pay grade. Man, I took for granted for a long time that my kids not even so much knew what I did professionally or, but more so cared. Oof. And and they did. Right. Yeah. And it was, I did them a disservice by not discussing it sooner. Right. Because like some of it was not me being a big deal, but some of it was some high level, was some experiences that a lot of people don't get. True. Right. And I, I always credit God for, for what he allowed me to see in my career. Right. But I, I wonder if um, sometimes me playing it down so much gives them a false sense of just like what you were saying, gives them a warped reality of what it took to actually, actually get there. Absolutely. Uh, Cause I think my realization of going so hard in corporate that I sacrificed my family to a degree and mm-hmm. I kind of flipped, you know, 180 and, uh, and trying to, trying to write that ship. I'm less likely to talk about my path because in my mind, I want to separate myself from my behavior. Right. Right. Not the experience. Right. Right. (laughs) But, but, but the behavior is like the, yeah, I got there, but it cost me this. Right. I don't like revisiting that. And, but it's something I'm working through, but it could be necessary for them though. Yeah. Maybe it'll stop them from, going that extreme or choosing it or doing it that way. I can do it. Just not like this because dad showed me and told me what that looks like. And more importantly, what that felt like to him. You know, I have a perspective as my dad's child of what it made me feel like living it. But I had no idea dad felt that way. I thought he was cool with it. He was doing it. Obviously in my mind, you're, you're okay with it. If you're doing it, you're good with it. You're not knowing that parent, that dad, that mom could be going through agony 
Yeah. But it's just they feel like this is what's necessary. Ooh, boy, we um this thing is moving the right way. So one of the earlier conversations, well, it was a conversation with me that I had on camera. Mm-hmm. It's a business meeting when I'm talking about so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was about this on you deserve context. And again, from our era, go over there means go over there. Correct. There's not a lot of explanation as to why you need to go over there. Be over there by the time I finish saying go over there, right? Yeah. And we will condition. And there's there's a value to that. If you're in certain situations, when I say move, I need you to move. But again, that's context. If right. if you have a healthy relationship and dialogue with your kids, they can kind of understand different scenarios and your tone and, and all of that. Yeah. But but one thing about the um I think one thing what we miss with context, even if it comes from a good place, is when we try to <laughs> we try to tell our kids not to do something based on a warped bad experience that we had. Ooh. Right. And this is what controversial, but don't, 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 don't miss the message. Argue the metaphor. It's a post I made, but it's it's relevant now. Yeah. So imagine if, um, your first time drinking, Mm -hmm. you got blasted. Right. Right. You had no idea what you were doing. Maybe somebody was giving you something. Maybe somebody slipped you something. But you had a terrible experience and you never drank again in your life, right? Right, right. One for one, 100% of your experiences were terrible. Right. You grow up and tell your children, alcohol is bad. Alcohol is as nasty as this, as this, as this, all of these things, as all these things, as all of these things, and it's as bad, as terrible. And the kid gets kind of frightened into not drinking, which could be a, a benefit, right? I'm not saying if you don't drink, you're wrong. If you drink, you're wrong. I'm not saying that. I'm just, again, metaphor. Right. At some point, the child gets away from the parent that had that experience and they get around other people that had different experience. Right. Maybe they have a glass of wine. Yep. Go home, wake up, everything's fine. Why my mom lied to me like that? Lied my mom to lied me. to me all these years about, about alcohol or it, insert sex or insert whatever the thing is that rubs you the wrong way in a very, um, I can't think of another word other than warp, a very unlikely manner. Like yeah. you had a, you had a one out of a 1 million experience yeah. and now that's what you're projecting onto your child. Absolutely. So again, insert whatever it is, whether <laughs> whatever, but you, whether, whether it becomes, an immediate issue with your child or not. Now that child is thinking, man, why, why would they just tell me the truth about that? Please. What, right. what else? <laughs> what else did you lie to me what, about? What else did you lie to me about? And now, now I'm thinking the child is thinking that they can't really, they don't really trust your relationship to bring something to you that might be life and death that they're going through because they know you gave them some bad information and, and again now, now your credibility credibility is shot, is shot right so it, it's parenting from a place of um of fear and projecting that fear onto our children without giving them the actual context that might send them to the other end of the spectrum because they, they just didn't have your experience yet true and you didn't bother to contextualize the why of your thou shalt not thou must not 
And at some point, that's just it's just not enough. And to 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 add to that, so it'll drive home even deeper. Think about things that you can tell them, and they hold it as gospel. Think about your perspective on a failed marriage. Think about your perspective of maybe you and your mind have convinced yourself as a parent, you're not the best parent. And so now you're talking to your kids about the struggles you perhaps had with parenthood and you frightened this kid out of parenthood. Right, Man, all my parent did was complain the entire time I was a child about bills and struggle and life and and sacrifice and I can't do this and I, I don't do this for the, so I can make sure you're having a good time and right. I don't do that so I can make sure you have clothes on your back. I don't do this so you have food to eat. Now you think you're trying to convey to them your level of love for that child and sacrifice, <laughs> but the kid terrified. Yeah. Now they're scared to be an adult. I don't want to go out in this adult world. It's <laughs> yeah. all, all this sacrificing yeah. and can't self-indulge and I can't yeah. enjoy myself and I don't have happy memories. I don't want nothing to do with it. And I'm causing this pain on my parent. I'm I'm a burden to (laughs) my parents. Absolutely. Be mindful of you caught a bad example, bad batch, a bad relationship. (laughs) The other person wasn't the right person for you. Doesn't mean marriage is not for you personally Mm. or vice versa. They can see their parent had a wonderful, wonderful marriage. Right. And then they like, I just can't get this thing right. Yeah. But they sticking it out with the wrong person because the parents happen to end up with two people together that actually merged and mesh really, really well. Yeah. And was like, just didn't give up, son. We hung in there and we worked that thing out and we're so happy. Yeah. So now the child hears that and now you're trying to force Something that don't fit. It's the expectation. You, you sticking it out and bumping your head mm. and bumping your head. I saw my parents stick it out. Yeah. Different scenario. Oof. Different scenario. Tell me who you are, not what you do. So there's so many, so many branches, man. So many, <laughs> so many different directions. So many applications, not even different directions, applications of that because we were first talking about what what was fronting in and what's not fronting now, mm-hmm. but it's so relatable. Like that's the that's the thread through a lot. Yeah. And again, again, it's it's conversation, man. My kids, my kids listen to this podcast, and that nine year old I was talking about, she was like, um, "I so I listen to your podcast. You got shot at, man. It's like, oof." Yeah, that's the time. That's the time that I told you about. That's the time I told you about. But I, I and it's and it's we were able to have a conversation where it was not scary or trivial, right? But I was able to say, yes, this is what happened, and I, I didn't. I gave her enough detail that at nine years old, or what I felt was appropriate. Mm-hmm. But it, it's important for me to, um, for my kids to know. I don't have it all figured out right? and see me adjust in real time as I'm figuring it out. Right. Whether that's career, whether that's identity, whether that's how to communicate, I mean, all of those things we touch on, on this platform. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, it's just about being, having a different level of having an accountable level of transparency that, that helps us. And as a byproduct, 
um, maybe encourages the right behavior, discourages the, you know, the 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 wrong behavior in others that that come across the content. Yeah. Yep, yep, and 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 that's built with effective communication. Yeah, I was talking to a buddy of mine, man. I kid you not, just last night about just you have to create a new narrative with your son, right? Yeah. Um, we get into our habits of what our day looks like and we're kind of going through the motions. And sometimes a lot of fathers, they're busy. We're always busy because we're always living in the next, not the now. We're so busy. We want to be successful. We want to be productive. We want to be everything our family needs us to be. And sometimes what they need most is us to be present. Yeah. And so now with that, I was like, I, I told him, I said, man, just grab your son, go get in the car and drive. I'm going to the store. I sucked at that for a little while. And yeah, I had to yeah, catch yeah. up. Like, like if I'm going to the store, dad, can I go? Nah. And then my wife asked me one day, she was like, why? Like, don't let no be your knee jerk reaction response to everything. Yeah. Do you have a reason that they can't go? I was like, no, nah, I guess I really don't. It's just a convenient thing. Like I'm used to getting out, moving, knocking mm -hmm. out what I have to do and getting on back. Slow down and enjoy the moment. Come on, boys, get in the truck. Let's go. Yep. And from then, the first few times, like I told him, the first few times we riding, I don't really have anything to say. You know? Yeah. Hey, how was your day? It's good. How was your day? It's good. good. All right. Ooh. So then... But the more and more that I started to take my boys with me and we moving around and we riding. Now we talking, I look now, I find us talking about music that's playing on the radio. He's asking me who I like from their generation. I'm catching him singing stuff from my generation. Mm. Boy, what you mean about that? Yeah. I like it. I like some of it. You know, y'all outdated, but some of that's good. Didn't know you felt like that. Yeah. So because it started happening more frequently, I felt like we started to talk more and engage more, even the littles, my, my younger sons. So now that turned into, I was focused more, even guilty with my sons, what you do, you know, their sports, their activities. They, if I'm talking to them, they automatically start talking to me about what they do as opposed to who they are which is the topic. Tell me who you are, not what you do. Yeah. But we as parents, we focus so much on what our children do that we're not, we're not trying to cultivate. We're not teaching them and encouraging them to, to just yourself. Yeah. That's great. You play sports. What do you do? What do you like? Are you into building things? Are you into fixing things? Are you into reading? Yeah. What you moves know? you? Right. What moves you? What rattles you? I think, um, as as you were saying, I was just again this big transparency. I I find I find myself literally writing and thinking, what should I say? Man, I'm telling you, <laughs> it's like <laughs> I don't know how to break the ice with my son. Like, why is that ice to break? That's, <laughs> that's, that's why it's ice to break. That's so real. It's getting better now, but even even this whole default or cop not eat well. Mm -hmm. Not a cop out condition mm -hmm. of men sometimes not knowing how to use their words. 
Ooh. Right. Ooh. Ooh. Silence is better. I think sometimes silence is like I'm not a I'm not a scream. If I'm screaming, like there's likely some physical activity coming. Yeah. And that's not even rough, tough guy. I just it's not me. Right. So, so like if any any of my like even you now, like any of my brothers, you know, not by blood, but by 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 relationship, um, if they see me getting a certain way, like, yo, ho, oh, D Something wrong. D don't bother no he's like, right. D don't bother nobody. He don't Exactly. He don't be did be the first one to like, yo, we probably shouldn't. It's probably not gonna be a, it's probably not gonna end well. Right. I'm a, I'm a cool out like yep. cause he yep. cause he he thinks like that, but sometimes um, I think I I know I'm taking it too far. Yeah, was like well I think I'm I'm processing my thoughts. Well they don't know that. Right. If my if my <laughs> if my wife who is several years more mature than they are right cannot understand it not as a fault of her but another adult is what I'm saying. Yeah. You can't expect a child to to see that behavior one and understand it and two not mimic it not mimic it right so now we're sending them down <laughs> we're passing the baton the wrong way right um and I, I that's something that I, I i i am working to be more mindful of stop leaving that dead space because that's what it is dead space how you doing like you said i was school good what does that mean it was all right because that's all we got I, I even now, even even with, with with youngsters, period, not just my sons, but young people, period, it depends on their personality. Now, if they're already a talkative kid, the work is done. Right. But if they're, you know, reserved, quiet, introvert, it's like pulling teeth. So I find myself trying to think of ways of what can I say to this kid? that they absolutely cannot answer me with one word. Right. (laughs) And so it's a trick, but you find yourself doing that with your own kids. And like you said, you're asking yourself, man, why I got to think of something to say to my kid, but it's a reality. Women, we're letting you see what's on men's mind. This is the, the, this show often, often is a, a direct peak, even more so than a peak. It's a gander. <laughs> it's, a, it's a stare. It's in the mind of men. <laughs> yeah. It's it's untouched. Men typically up to now in this generation, we didn't sit around and just be able to convey to women, yeah. this is how I feel. This is what I'm thinking. This is what I have problems with. This is what I struggle with. How many men you know want to tell people what they struggle with? Or We're each Superman. other. Right. <laughs> yeah, or each other. Right. Yeah. Some, sometimes these conversations, as intentional as this podcast is or this show is mm-hmm. teaches me something about me, man, that I'm not. And again, this is not about expertise, right? This is about experience and how to leverage. I think wisdom is leveraging other people's experiences to, to have to, to affect the best outcome. So you don't have to go bump your head. I'll take your knots. Absolutely. Let me get the lessons from your knots. So I don't have to have that many knots. Yeah. Yeah. All right, my brother. That's uh another another excellent conversation, man. I feel like I feel like this is gonna be a productive approach. Yeah. So yeah. mind your business if you saw us wearing this in another episode. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I didn't yeah. I didn't think that through all the way. Yeah. I didn't think that through all I'm the bringing way. Bringing two shirts next time. Yeah, Don't absolutely. Worry about it. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh anything in closing? 
No, that's it, man. Just be positive. Pay attention. Focus. Um, I know this was a pretty light episode, but not to date the episode. I just recently uh, lost my nephew mm. uh, in my hometown of Shreveport. Uh, he actually was murdered. Uh, 18 years old. Just graduated high school. Um, summer of 2022. And here we are at the beginning of 23-ish, depending on when you guys see this episode. Yeah. And so life was just getting ramped up. Um, just enrolled into college. He was leaving the next day to go back to college for the semester mm. and was going into nursing. He was going to be a nurse. Uh, he walked away from sports, walked away from athletic scholarships. So that was huge that he was taking a step in that direction. Yeah. We didn't understand it, but we supported it. Right. Uh, so now he's not here. So I'm, I'm every year things are happening in my family that are redirecting my focus and I'm trying to live in the moment more. Yeah. Um, money's going to be there. Life, life comes quick yeah. fast today. Oh, I'll talk to you Monday. Nope. Call him right now. And that, I know that's cliche now, but like, seriously, call him now. Yep. Yeah. That's all I got. Man, condolences to, uh, to, to your family. Um, of course, here for anything you need, my brother. Um, I don't want to erode that sentiment as we as we close. So, oh, yeah. um, we appreciate you guys. God bless you. Peace. Peace. They tried to count me out. I'm going to count me in. Fill up my bank account. Now I got something to spend. I just pull it out and count for nothing when I'm feeling great. Give my baby little Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.